All right, welcome back to another episode of Puzzle Minds. Today we have a, I don't even know, I want to say special guest. We have a longtime old friend, I want to say. John Brown from John and I's Ramstein Day. So it's almost like a blast from the past. So I want you, want you guys to give him a warm welcome. Hey. hey. Clapping audio to make it less awkward. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It makes it better. Just, just keep it in. It's fine. No, but yeah, thank you, John, for coming on. Hey, no problem, no problem. Um, hey, thank you for having me. Uh, definitely want to get more familiar with the podcast. Appreciate De- it. Cool, cool. Yeah, so uh, today's today's going to be one of a, I, I want to say the kind of an interesting episode. I feel like we're all going to get pretty uncomfortable because the theme of today's episode is essentially answering hard questions. So basically, there is no right or wrong answer to these questions. This is basically what would you do in these scenarios? So this is one of those, like, I guess you can say an altruistic episode where are you going to go with an option of like for the greater good are you going to go with something that's a little bit more selfish who knows but at the end of the day i think it's gonna be a fun one so uh did you want to start off with a question john or do you want me to start off with one that's just going to cancel us immediately uh let's let's start it off spicy let's go all right all right so this is one of this is i've been saving i've been sleeping this one for like two weeks now this one almost makes me feel like a terrible human being but all right so here's the question so i think i kind of mentioned this to you actually earlier john so we're going to get your actual answer going now so if you discovered the cure to cancer and when i say cure to cancer it 100 percent kills the ailment so people make a 100 percent recovery right but by releasing this cure to the world or the medical community you would cause massive unemployment amongst the medical community, as in everyone's getting losing their jobs. In terms of in terms of those who work with cancer, yeah, work with cancer specifically. So it caused caused upwards of a ninety five percent unemployment rate for doctors that specifically handle uh, handle cancer. Would you still release the cure? So, you want to go first, John, or? All right, you can go ahead and lead it off. I'll follow you off. Okay. So I thought about this and, you know, the people who work with cancer, they're, I would say for the most part, they want to, you know, they, they're working to, to hope to find the cure of cancer. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like I said, like that's their goal. That's what they want to do. They're, they're there to help people. And if for whatever reason that the cure does end up coming out, it's more so of kind of like a completion of their, of their journey. You know, I don't know if they would be, yeah. I, you know, they would definitely be kind of, kind of sad that they don't have a job anymore, but. That's a very, you have a lot of faith in human beings. Assuming every single person that gets into that field is there to like cure not because it doesn't come with clout or money. Right. How many doctors do we know are like, I'm curing people because it comes with a check. See, I don't know, man, because you got to dedicate a lot of time into that. It's I feel like you you do. OK, I'm not going to say like not a lot of them or I'm not going to say that, you know, most of them do it for for money. I feel like well, let's let's even say half half, like half the people okay. that want to do it or truly want to cure cancer, you know, whether it be like a personal uh, family relative that has something or, you know, Maybe mm-hmm. they met a patient that changed their life, and they're like, "Yeah, this is like my, my calling. Like, I need to, um, to to help find the cure for whatever cancer it is." But I don't know, man. I I feel like you, for me at least, like I would 
I would release it. Not that I work in the cancer uh, field, yeah. but yeah. in this scenario, you have the ability to re- control the outcome. You really like you for whatever reason stumble upon the cure. You're at Walmart one day, you pull open, you know, bag of chips. You're like, oh shit, cure cancer's in there. Boom. So you have the complete control over it. So it's not like if you don't release the cure, someone else will. If you don't, it never comes out. If you do, it's out. So that's, those are like, I guess you could say like the little stipulations also as well too. Well, I guess the only thing you, you uh, the only other thing you have to worry about is like uh, big pharma in terms of like them losing a lot of money. Like, you know, then you have that target on your back as well. Because well, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's true. I didn't think about that because those yeah. lobbyists out there, they Who? do. If you guys ever watch House of Cards, I'm sure half that shit is kind of true. Yeah, so you know, you might cure one or you might solve one problem, but you haven't, um, you know, many other eyes looking at you. And so, I don't know. I mean, I feel like I would, I would definitely release the cure. It's so uh, your answer is you'd do it. Yeah, I would. I would do it. I mean. You know, I'd probably be dead in like the next week or so by some some CBS hitman like this nigga put everyone out of business. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, like I said, it's it's kind of like that whole thing with uh, the Spider-Man thing. Like with great power comes great responsibility. So if you have that ability to to affect million, I don't know how many people have cancer, but you know, millions of people mm-hmm. that have cancer. Yeah, you know, you have to bear that burden of whatever happens after that. Hmm. Okay. All right. You ready, John? You want to go or do you want me to go first? Um, yeah, sure. I'll go. Um, yeah, if I had the cure for cancer, I'd definitely, uh, I'd release it, take some thought, you know, mm-hmm. of course you got to take yourself to the ringer, you know, okay. My first thought wouldn't be, uh, uh, the healthcare workers. It'd be like, like you guys said, like, okay, who's coming after me? After <laughs> I, I'm just going to be like a little, uh, uh, you know, self-preservation right there. Like, okay, I got to mm-hmm. worry about myself. And then, okay, now we worry about everybody else. But after that, I'd kind of get through that thought process. Uh, you know, you kind of look at the greater good, I guess, and think about you know, how many people actually lost their lives to cancer. Mm-hmm. And um, um, yeah, I guess that'd probably be my driving factor. It sucked. <laughs> you know, a lot of uh, cancer-specific careers would, would, uh, probably be downsized significantly but you know you're a doctor you can, you can do another profession hopefully <laughs> yeah, go cure somebody go cure someone else bro <laughs> yeah you know there's plenty of diseases out there yeah. um but yeah that's just uh yeah I'd, I'd probably have to move to like uh like south america or somewhere mm. in europe mm. somewhere they couldn't find me have to like really just grow everything out because that's you'd have to go on some like snowden type stuff um, True. Yeah, <laughs> and if you do, make sure you bring your tactical pen. That like we'll exactly. be talking about. Oh, your tactical pen. That's the very new response. Make sure, yeah. make sure you bring that tactical pen. You're gonna need it. Oh huh. yeah, that's. Um, I can definitely. I mean, that's still that. releasing it though. Remember, yeah. that's still releasing regardless. So even if you're so even if you're profiting off of it, so there's no real parameters around how it's released. That's, I just want to make Ooh. that clear. Well, I'm definitely, I'm definitely gonna sell it then. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, all of a sudden, morality changes in the room. Everybody was out here like, <laughs> yeah. I got here like, I uh, care about the patients. Now, all of a sudden, <laughs> oh, I'm about to make a lot of dinero off of this thing. All right. All right. <laughs> Look, man, that's uh, unfortunately that's the, way that the, that's the way that the world okay. turns, man. So, all right. So, well, so what's your final answer, John? Um, I'm really. 
I'm releasing it, but not directly through myself. <laughs> okay. Oh, there so, you go. Scapegoat. John, I you, like that. So John, do you want to revise your previous? Uh, uh, jo- I'm John. I keep forgetting you guys are both named John. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, I'm still going to release it, but I'm, I'm going to go with what uh, what other John has said in terms of uh, you won't okay. see. I'm, I don't want to. I don't want the fame and glory of knowing that like, hey, look, like, <laughs> you know, I I'm the one who released it. I don't care about that. You know, okay. someone, someone else can take that and take that take that hit on the back i I don't want that okay okay cool cool yeah all right so i guess we everyone both johns are decent people so here i come directly transporting myself to hell with my response (laughs) but (laughs) honestly see this is the thing i'm of two minds of this i'm gonna go a little bit i'm gonna play devil's advocate a little bit for the doctors right i'm as corona and all this quarantine stuff has shown people don't do well when they lose their jobs, right? So the first thing I immediately mm. thought was, it wasn't really about like, obviously, yeah, you have the big bad farmer coming after you, hitman, all that crap, right? I thought more about like, what if people that like have dedicated their lives to something specific, even though I know, we, you know, these people are really intelligent. These cancer doctors probably can go and find another profession. What if you just see a massive spike in suicide? I'm going to start sitting there thinking like, mm. yo, I did, I'm responsible for this. Because I basically took away an entire. Because remember that the um, the unemployment rate for this is 90, 95 to one hundred percent, right? So that basically means nobody has a job in this field. So I'm sitting there thinking, like, okay, and I'm going to be responsible for whatever happens as a result. And then secondly, I think of destroying families and crap like that, right? Think of like what is that going to cause in their family life if this dude was a doctor, but that's all the cancer doctor, but that's all he can specifically do, and yada 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 Mm -hmm. but i would still release it but how i would release it is what is going to be very morally i guess unethical i would start a bidding war between all these countries i would go to all these superpowers and be like (laughs) i'd be like i don't know how i would do it but let's say for my laptop and barnes and nobles i'd start a bidding war between like russia china and the u.s right like who is down to transfer one trillion dollars to this usa account real quick i got something that everybody wants so once that bidding once that bidding war starts, what I'm gonna do is I'm actually gonna sell parts of this, you know, let's concoct it. So I'm, I'm trying, I'm gonna, I'm assuming that I'm smart enough to reverse engineer this thing. So I know the formula. So what I'm gonna do is I'm actually not going to give them the fit. I'm not gonna release the cure. I'm gonna basically sell my brain information. So basically, I want to profit off of whatever facilities and stuff come off of it. So I'll just be a low-key billionaire out these facilities across whoever wins this bidding war. So now on top of me getting like a bajillion dollars, I'm, I want to own these facilities that are making this cure. And then I just want to kind of fade into obscurity, mm. like basically like just become a very silent billionaire. And then hopefully I don't get taken out, but I probably would, you know, at the end of the day, they'll find my Instagram hash, <laughs> Instagram, just, just fucking turn on location and kill me, right? So, so I guess, you know, when, when you had mentioned that the, you know, there, there, there could potentially be an increase for suicide in mm-hmm. the medical field of those professionals who work in mm-hmm. cancer. Yeah. I guess you have to look at it in the sense of how many more lives will be saved with the cure of cancer versus the, you know, the... Look at John tapping face theme for the greater good, right? <laughs> but life is still alive, bro. It's, if you save That's 10 true. lives, yeah, no, nine, no, people yeah, die. No. Those yeah. nine people not worth, you know, the 10. That's when it comes to human life. That's the tricky part. It's like the same thing with wars, right? The reason why we is what we don't think about when we talk about oh, the U.S. invaded somewhere else, and you know, 
bombed the place and rolled on out. Yeah, maybe they accomplished their goal, whatever the fuck it was, oil, whatever. But people still died. Those are people's lives being lost. Even though for the greater good, it benefited, you know, the U.S., we don't think about the numbers. When, when you hear about t- approximately 10,000 people died, think about 10,000 bodies stacked up on top of each other. Could you look yeah. at that? Right. No, no. And I think I think also I just thought about it now. So if you have to look at it, um, if you like, I don't know what percentage of people who die overall die from cancer. But if you suddenly stop that, then the population grows. And so Uh, your population then expands and then you have more and more resources that you have to pump into society. John you know? some Thanos shit right now. He just hit us with the whole Thanos thing. There's too many mouths to feed. <laughs> Infinity stones wipe up half of all human race. But yeah, but like it's, I don't know. It's, I, feel, it's I see not, what you're saying. You are very logical with this. And I'm very impressed that you're able to maintain the logic when it comes to, because to me, maybe it's the Pisces and me coming out. Like my emotions would stop me from making the logical choice. I kid you not. I'm sitting here like logically, yes less mouths to feed therefore more thriving society right mm-hmm. but it's like dude like i i don't i can't imagine like if i was even responsible for like 10 people's deaths that would probably like i wouldn't even enjoy the money truth be told mm-hmm. knowing that i was directly responsible so i would for the greater good with that mindset yes i would release the cure because at the end of the day the part of me that's decent is going to be like i want people to be not have cancer pretty much Mm-hmm. but part of me that obviously is just like yo i'm trying to like live a good life is the part that wants to profit but whatever side has the least casualties is ultimately what i would go with i'm thinking it's releasing the cure that's me- that's majority reason why i'm leaning that way so that's my finance there but i'm not that great of a person to be like i don't want to make some dinero off of it so here, here here's a good question would you leave it up to a coin if you flip a coin and whatever if let's say heads is um give the cure tails don't release it if you flip a coin would you be okay with whatever the outcome was i'm not that cool so no <laughs> i wish i could what about you John? Animation. say what anxiety will be super high <laughs> <laughs> for that for that one second that that is in the air it'll feel like a like a million years that that's a crazy one so you basically are leaving it up to i guess fate but that's almost disrespectful to the choice you have to make. They're like, oh, you decided the fate of billions by a coin toss? <laughs> mm, that's true. But, yeah, I mean, I guess, you know, you could kind of look at it in the sense of, like, you didn't really make a decision. Like, well, I guess you did because you have to base it off of the coin. I don't it's know. Like, it's like the whole thing people say about, like, for example, when the president goes to send people to go shoot, you know, no, not, let's use an example. Like, you hire a hitman. To go kill somebody did you pull that trigger no mm-hmm. but you were directly responsible for the outcome of the situation and that's kind of the sense of the coin toss did you directly decide the fate of these people by deciding what side the coin landed on no but you did flip that coin because you wanted to alleviate the guilt potential guilt you could receive by directly being responsible for it so mm-hmm. you still are but it's just almost more of a it's almost more it's almost a coward's way out mm-hmm. right you know, so you're taking a detour a trip to hell versus being like, you can just take that fucking I-95 and go straight to it. <laughs> so, all right. Next question. <laughs> you got anything, John? No, no. no. I'm good. Okay. All right. So next, uh, all right, this is, this is going to be a, this is another Caliente one. So at the end of the day, I apologize, guys. I'm trying to get canceled. This is the goal of this episode. So I'm about to say something reckless. 
here is a one here's one i think is actually pretty relevant today and will become more increasingly relevant considering the climate of you know the u.s right now you have been married to your significant other for let's say a decade you find out that your significant other is not the is not the uh, the born the sex that you thought they were throughout the duration of your marriage so at one point in time if you're you know you know in a heterosexual relationship you're married to a woman they were a man and became a you know woman and did not tell you they reveal this information in whatever capacity it doesn't doesn't really matter you find out you have kids and been married for a decade do you stay or do you go? And inverse of that as well too. So if, if it was a let's say a, a homosexual relationship, you find out there was a woman who became a man, and yada yada yada. Mm. So I guess for this situation, I guess for us, it's you know, yeah, the woman is the situation. I feel like we've had like this conversation before, but I I don't I don't know, man. John, you can uh, you can you can start it <laughs> off. <laughs> John, take it, take that potato. <laughs> so what a, a man um, transitioned to a woman, and and we didn't found, tell you until didn't tell you like you, ten well, years later. I guess. Uh, where did the kids come from? Were they? Well, you have, you have, I mean, you have kids like adopted kids, whatever, okay. right? Yeah. All right. Well, okay. So let's say they said they couldn't get pregnant, and we adopted kids. There we yeah. go. Yeah. Context. All right. Um, okay. Uh, uh, I'd be highly upset. <laughs> I, I think yeah no I, th- I think i think that's understandable i think that's understandable uh, yeah that you'd be highly upset uh, luckily i'm not one of them people who get highly upset and uh end up on netflix serial killer you know <laughs> so, exactly netflix documentary right i'm like wait what <laughs> you know yeah. uh, and then i'd ask myself well how didn't you notice you know what i'm saying and Trust me, I've. If you've gone down to Miami, and you've had drank copious amounts of tequila, and you've been in a nightclub, anyone can. You don't even need that. I kid you not, dude. Like, maybe I don't know. Like, I guess the term is passing. Is the term when a, a individual transitions and they transition? I guess you can say so well that they actually look like they were born that sex. It's damn near damn impossible to distinguish. Like, look at the. Uh, What's that Sports Illustrated model that actually just like she's the first trans woman ever to be on the cover of Sports uh, swimsuit swimsuit whatever Sports Illustrated magazine? Was it the uh, the one that's like has like the water cap something? She's I forgot. There's I forgot what I don't I'm not sure what her actual name is. I just know that she's dropped dead beautiful. But let's say for example, okay, let's say that's your that's your situation. So the issue is not like you did you couldn't notice like you couldn't notice you just got presented with the information. Yeah, I don't know how the okay, so now I don't know how the anatomy is down there. I mean, I'm not. I mean, I've heard, you know, stories because my cousin, uh, they're transitioning, so mm-hmm. I kind of have some insight. But I'm like, would it still be the same? I don't see. What I've heard. Well, okay, we're gonna do a quick detour of science lesson. Basically, what they do is when they make a man-made vagina, they split the penis in half. So yes, and then they fold it inside. And then once it heals, the body actually self-lubricates, which is crazy, like some straight up sci-fi shit. So to be honest, if you see, if you see what it looks like, and it, does, it looks indistinguishable. 
Oh, you've seen it? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Oh, okay. I do my research on my question, guys. <laughs> <laughs> there are no loopholes in this question. Y'all are not getting out of this at all. <laughs> no, no, no. You're good. You're good. I, Wait, I... Hold on, hold on. So we are we assuming are we assuming that we have not had sex with our our significant no. other for the ten you, years? Yeah. I mean, you have had sex with the person. Oh, okay. Well, I'd just be upset um, as far as if the relationship would be continued. It'd be a break, a really big break. Because you'd have to start questioning yourself. Yeah, like, like what exactly. else What else is not what, what it else? seems. It's not like you stopped loving the person just because you found it out, right? Yeah. yeah. You're like, well, yeah. now that I know that they're a, a man or was, if they transition, let me say that, they transition. Mm-hmm. Um, what does that make me, I guess? That would uh, be my question, uh, sexuality-wise. But... Mm. Um, but if you thought they were a woman this whole time, like you weren't on any, any of the, uh, you know, LGBTQ, you know, uh, Tinder or not Tinder, uh, like dating apps or anything like that. Like you thought this was, uh, uh, what is it? A cis woman, you know, born mm-hmm. a woman. Um, but then you find out they transitioned It's like, okay, now I got some deep questions I got to ask myself. Um, but <clears throat> I definitely have to take a break, have to recalibrate some things. And, uh, I don't know. I know I'd be highly upset. <laughs> <laughs> so all we can confirm from John is highly upset. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah. There definitely have to be like some time apart, a breakup or something just to, that's, that's, that's pretty deep. And that happens all the time. I'm, I'm it does. Deep. And that's the reason why I said I think is something that's increasingly happening more and more because there's an mm-hmm. argument to be made. And based, based off some of the things I honestly like see online and stuff like that, where some, uh, some people that are transitioning believe that like they actually, it's private information. Like they have the right to tell you when they feel comfortable, right? So the debate is whether or not, well, I guess what length of time is. You know, like obviously some people do it like on the first couple of dates. But it's not like it hasn't happened before where someone is just not flat out told, you know? But- so I guess I guess to 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 poke holes into that argument is that when you get married, you're seen as a single entity. Mm-hmm. And so it, you know, the way that I'm I'm looking at it in the sense of, you know, when you become married, like I said, you're a single entity. So what's mine is yours, what's yours is mine. And yeah. to hide something like that. I, I don't know if hiding is the word, but to not disclose that, I, I don't know if that's, I don't know. It's, it's definitely a breach of trust, but are, yeah. the reasons for, are the reasons why the person hit, hid the information or did not tell, disclose the information, could they sway the decision, I guess, is what it depends, is what depends, it can change from person to person, right? Yeah. Well, so, okay. So for instance, like if, if this was my situation, you know, I think we had talked about this before, but like, I, I think John's um, reaction to it is very understandable in the sense of he'd be very shocked and upset because mm-hmm. you would, you know, I, I guess I can only speak for myself, but I would be very confused and be like, well, what else is not what it seems not. And you, you know, you, you brought up a good point that like, you don't stop loving the person just because they, they said something, but at the same time, though, you're just like, well, you know, where does, like, what, what other stuff are we not saying? And so, you know, when you, 
when you get into a marriage with someone, you marry them because you love you love them inside and out. So, you know, that's not it's not because they, you know, are a certain person or whatever it is, like you like them for who they are. And like it, like I like I said, I it makes sense that you know you would be upset, you'd be like, Well, maybe I need a break. Me personally, I don't know if I would take a break. I think I would just be like, you know, maybe we need to go to, to therapy or something like that and work this out because, you know, there are some things I guess that we need to work on as a as a unit. So you're but, not leaving. So you're essentially you're working on it, even though you're not saying whether it's going to be difficult. Like obviously, it's going to be difficult, but you're yeah. saying at the very least, the time well, you invested in this person yeah, is worth more than the breach of trust. Well, yeah, that's that's the whole thing of it. It's the investment of of uh, I guess in, in terms of the person, you and I. That's the, that's the mm-hmm. investment that I made. Like I'm not going to throw it away over over. I while it is a lie, it's a big lie. It's I for me at least that's not a deal breaker. Like there would I would definitely be upset, but it's yeah, it's a gosh, I don't know. <laughs> that's, a, that's a trick one right it's like yeah. both sides of your mind are like but i love the person but like man this motherfucker lied though yeah it's, it's just there's a yeah yeah, yeah see, this, see, see even though i asked you guys this question like don't it's not any easier for me either i'm kind of in the same place as well too where for every reason to leave i come up with i come up with like two more to stay because a lot of times the investment in time and love together is a very like, you know, deadly combo, right? Regardless of what has happened, this massive breach of trust, your feelings are still there for the individuals well too. Yeah. So in my case, I think I'm kind of along the lines of where John is standing, where I would stay and try to work it out, but I can't guarantee that I would be able to, mm-hmm. because it makes me feel as if that I it's because the act that's the reason why i put the duration of 10 years because at 10 years that's when you pretty much know somebody in and out right yeah so if someone is able to essentially put on an oscar winning performance for 10 fucking years i at this point don't even know if i can trust this person so so the question then is if if the, the if the duration was shorter would that make that would making answering this question easier for everyone like let's say me, instead yeah. of 10 years it was like you've been married for two years does that make a See, difference? For me, it would have to be like a couple months. If you're going to lie on that scale, a couple months, I think I could work through it. But I think once you get in, once you get past the honeymoon stage of whatever, you know, uh, yeah, yeah, I yeah. think that's the part that gets kind of tricky because now that's when that emotion starts cementing. You guys start digging claws into each other. And then you find out that, you know, this person is capable of this. It's not like lying is a deal breaker, right? I'm sure there's been there are other breaches of trust that are massive in relationships. Well, so now for people that there are people that marriages have survived, right? The thing is, it's like it's the duration to me that I guess, in my opinion, that really determines whether I'm staying or rolling out. Because ten years is a long time to be pretending. I guess not. I don't use the term pretending. I don't want to offend anybody, but essentially to not divulge, divulge that information. And then I questioned, like, I want, I know during the course of those 10 years, you thought about it at least, like, I should probably tell them, right? So if you get to a point where you're more committed to the lie than you are to the, you know, I guess the, basically making your relationship work in an honest way, 
that to me might be what actually makes me leave not actually being married to somebody that was born of a different sex so ultimately i think i'm staying but i think that i that person's walking on eggshells i mean they as far as sneeze around me i'm like you're a fucking liar so crying ah you want my life so so actually so i guess the, the next question is with you knowing that are you a little bit more on the on the cautious side like are you kind of like would you be more uh i don't say spying but you know like you know how do i say this like you're more aware of like you know what she does now or yeah it's like the same thing when i think i think that you can there's a correlation somewhat between like how someone would handle someone that's previously cheated right the context in which you look at their interactions post-cheating is different than pre-cheating right Mm -hmm. and i think it's the same thing with this kind of situation where i even if it's like what's that quote forgive not forget even if you somehow manage to figure this whole jungle of you know crazy emotions and betrayal and all this stuff out i think the hard part is now not you they basically lose the benefit of a doubt in situations that they probably need the benefit of doubt in right so that whole like oh they're probably not lying thought that most people have with their significant other is gone for them probably permanently even though you still love them and then you have to wonder now whether you are you going to basically just i don't know like maybe treat them like shit because you have a valid excuse to and then your relationship might end anywhere so mm-hmm. are you just better off being like fuck it and rolling out yeah so yeah um, all right that's, yeah that's a I see some real testimonies <laughs> yeah yeah that's a tricky one right yeah no, I, I would be i would be really interested to see talk to someone who who went through that because you know we could only speculate on what we would do but mm-hmm. to talk to someone who went through it like i think that's a a really uh powerful thing to like listen to. you're like oh you know like so what happened like how did it all start like i don't know that I need to find someone who's, who's dealt with that. Because I think that would be a really, really, really interesting like episode of just like, you know, oh, for sure. oh it's been 10 years and then, you know, the whole situation unraveled at a family barbecue in front of, in front of my mom. Like, I don't know. I just, I just, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, that goes down. Okay, so here's a, all right. So here's an, an interesting one. This one's a little bit of a lightweight one. I'm not gonna go too hard like I did previous two. All right, so you've been granted the ability to time travel. You can do whatever you want to time traveling. You, there's no, it's not like the movies where there's always a consequence. The oh well, I guess actually I take that back a lot. There is a consequence, but you can do whatever you want to do. It's just you don't have parameters around it, right? So you can go back in time and I don't know, like win the lottery and you win, you, everything's good, or you go back in time and change something and things change. The only thing is, every single time you go back in time, a random person dies. Random person on Earth. And the thing about, and here's the thing, it doesn't, it's not an adult. It can be a, it can be a child. It can be an old woman. It can be an old man. It can be someone in the middle of the Super Bowl. It can be Tom Brady in the middle of the Super Bowl about to throw that ball and all of a sudden heart attack because you go back in time. So every single time you do it, regardless of what you do, you're killing a person. Would you do it, basically, is the question. And also, take in, take in mind, you can also, 
stop world, stop disasters from happening. You can also potentially save the world by using this. All this stuff. The only thing is someone random dies. So I guess I'll, I'll start it off, but in the sense of like, for me at least, I don't have any personal things that I want to like um, fix, I guess, in terms of my life, like whatever happened, happened and the past defines, no, no, I, the past does not define, but you know what I'm saying? Like the past is what it is. And so you can't really mm -hmm. change it for me, at least that, that's how I look at it. Like the past shaped who I am. Well, in this case, you can't change it. Yeah, but I'm saying for me, at least, like for my, like how I, like, I don't, I don't need to change the past to, to be a better person. Like, I feel like you work on yourself now and you learn from your past to be a better person. And whether that's like being smarter or being wealthier or whatever, it, like whatever you want it to be. Like, I don't, for me, at least I don't have any personal thing that I want to change in the past. But when you had mentioned of like, you know, you... That's uh, what was that? There was like a big tsunami or something in like yeah, you can, Thailand so, or something like that. Yeah, you like can do it. Mind you, mind you, going back in time doesn't have to be like you have to go 10 hours ago. You can literally get an argument with your wife. You just go back 30 minutes and not get in that argument. Like it can be that, but every time you use it, whatever reason you use it, whether it's big or small, someone dies. So the thing is, I think I like the way you're thinking though, John. Like you're thinking from a morally moral standpoint. Well, you you think about people can only use it for self-improvement. You can use it for literally anything. And even if you're hammered one day, let's say you're at a bar and you're shit-faced and you're like, ah, damn it, I wish I wasn't there. I wish I could go back home before I even got hammered. Now I'm going to be hungover. Now you're back home. Mm, so it's just having like a genie, like a magic genie with you. Yeah. And the only thing is every time you do it, and this is every time you do it. Oh, no, 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 no. Here's a better way to say it. Every time you say, I wish that I was blah, 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 it actually came true, and then someone died. <laughs> yes. you know? Okay, let's edit it. All right, scratch what I just said. Let's edit to John. So you would have to, you would have to be, <laughs> so you would have to be actually conscious of what you say now, because every time you say something, it actually comes true, but at the cost of someone's life. That's just a double L, though. Exactly. That's the whole point. Like you say, like people always, they always, I guess the whole premise of this question is that people don't think before they speak. You know, oh man, I wish, uh, I wish I had, um, you know, people who are jealous. They're like, oh man, I wish I had a a, a nice car. Yeah, Boom, but come nice on, there has to be a positive side to this because I think I get it. Like some people, like what is this? You know, like some people just use a, a word a lot. Like mm. some people say like a lot. So you're gonna punch people for saying I wish all the time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you're literally gonna. <laughs> yes. See, that's the literal definition of a grammar Nazi. <laughs> <laughs> Just for the record, I'm not a grammar Nazi, mm. um, but I, I like I like that question just mm. because. Okay, I'll, I'll put that for my question then for my yeah. my single purpose. That's I'll a tricky like, one. Like, I guess we'll I'll answer both. To yours, I would probably have. It would probably drive me insane because I would get I would freak out every single time you say I every time I say I wish I wish, like I would freak out and think about the anxiety of even thinking about it, because. Think about how many things you've said, you know, anyone has said throughout our entire lives that we literally, not no pun intended, wish we didn't say. Yeah, stuff like, oh, man, I wish you were dead. Like, you know, when, when you're younger, you say stuff like that. Like, oh, yeah. man, I hate you. I wish you were dead. And so that happens. And then, like, well, actually, well, two people but, die in but, that case. But, but... Exactly. <laughs> but do you think that's going to stop you from saying, I wish, like, 
you're under the impression do you know, that do you know that someone else dies like do you get yeah, like you some know. type of yeah you, I, you have you well know. i don't know do you get do you get numb to the point where you just like oh i guess you know someone died again whatever but i got what i wanted <laughs> like yeah i guess that's what we look at it on some death note shit right there in the book <laughs> and just get used to it i guess but i think with the i wish thing i would i would drive myself inside i would end up in a psych ward because any single thing i would because at some point you're going to forget and then you're just going to like start saying a bunch of crazy shit and be like oh damn it and then you i can see this movie playing out already <laughs> <laughs> like is this gonna be a terrible life yeah question i said i probably that the truth be told like I would probably do it at least once. Just be like, all right, go back in time. But I would have to justify it by doing something like significantly bold. So what would you do? Like, I, like if I found out that like there is a massive meteor coming towards Earth, it's about to, you know, I don't know, extinguish the entire human race. I'm going back in time and giving us enough time to be like, yo. Well, then again, if I go back in time, they may not even believe me. So I may spend the rest of my life trying to figure out how to convince them. And then the meteor still hits. So now someone's dead and I look dumb. Mm. Ah, situation but anyway i would yes say what how long could you stay in the past i mean you can stay in the past like you stay like basically so when you go in the past so so basically you go to, if you do something that like let's say for example you you do something that like you kill someone that's like that is the reason why you're alive you're gone but for something minor for example like you go and i don't know like win the lottery you come back to the future already living that life. So it's not like you come back to the future with a billion dollars. You bet it's almost like the, I, I guess the best way to explain it is like Avengers Endgame self um, time travel, where basically by altering something in the path, you come back to a reality that seems normal to you, but things have changed. Hmm. So you go back in time to, I go back in time to tell these people, hey, you know, there's a meteorite coming X, Y, and Z. I come, and then I come back to the future something's different meteorite may be gone but something's definitely different so that's basically the capacity but i just know myself i'd probably do it at least once at least once at least once yeah and get an email that some small (laughs) child died and then feel terrible for the rest of my life Mm. what what about you john (laughs) um yeah at least once and and pray that it wasn't anybody that i knew uh and Mm. just have to live with that guilt but if i go back i gotta make the most of it Uh, yeah so I got to do something one for myself, of course, <laughs> for the future. But uh, uh, two, what would it be? Um, what, would it, what would it be that, that you do me, that you go in the past? Probably really when I got injured in the military, because that's when life kind of took a crazy turn. Mm-hmm. Um, and I won't go into my little TED talk about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, yeah, that would probably be like the one thing I'd, uh, I'd definitely um, I'd change for myself personally. And then. I guess on a more uh, moral scale and for the world, be a little bit more humane, probably try to prevent shit, probably try to warn people about this, what's going on now, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, y'all, uh, you got a pandemic coming, might want to prepare, um, mm-hmm. but uh, maybe something on that scale or or maybe I, I take an invention, an idea from the future or try to use it in the past to set myself up and then you know, when we go back into the future now, you're the the, the Bill Gates, the Oprah Winfrey's and all that. Now maybe you can kind of navigate or narrate, excuse me, some of the, uh, you know, some of the storylines we've been seeing around here. Because you see money, you know, money owns the, the media. So it's like, okay, I'm thinking about that. Like, okay, maybe I try to 
give myself that little multi-billionaire industry, you know, trying mm. to sell them now. I come out with the AirPods in 2011. Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> and yeah, now, so you, yeah, you know. So I see what you're saying. Yeah, you just basically are responsible for like, because people forget, like Steve Jobs changed how we operate forever. Exactly. Like if the iPhone was never around, like smartphones and all this Instagram addiction and Twitter addiction, all that stuff wouldn't even exist. Yeah, so, and I guess you could say the same thing with like uh, with Amazon too. Like Jeff Bezos kind of changed the world, dude. Um, you know, I'm still trying to figure out whether he's a villain or not. Like he just, it just, I know something's not right about what he's doing. I just don't know what it is. Yeah, like well, him he, being too rich. <laughs> <laughs> like is that it? Acts of workers, the uh, the what do they call them? Oh my god, fulfillment center. I'm like, dude, it's a yeah. warehouse. You ain't got to put a pretty name on it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> We've seen the reports, okay? Uh, <laughs> they're upset, all right? <laughs> Did you hear about like how bad it got with Apple at one point? I think Apple had a headquarters in some Asian country, and they had to put nets at like, the top floor because people were jumping uh, up. What is it called? The um, oh. Yeah, it was that. Oh, literally. What is it called? Or something, Star? So, let me see something. Apple. Like, how crazy are the conditions that you're putting people through to the point where they would rather jump off the building? And it wasn't like one or two people are doing it and then they put these, you know, safety nets up, I guess, for lack of a better way to describe it. Enough workers are disappearing. They're like, all right, we got to box on. That's what it is, maybe. Yeah. Like, I, I don't, I, th- I thought it was Apple. I don't know who was, but I just know it was happening somewhere in like China or Japan where like it, and it made news. Yeah, I think it's like a, I don't know yeah, what the Foxconn is, but essentially it's like a, a city technology place that's in southern China. And I think they do something with um, Apple products, maybe like make them or something like that. And so, oh, workers, okay. um, you know, I guess they're pushed to their limits. And so a lot of them jump off, but they have safety nets so they don't uh, kill themselves. I Can think. you imagine how awkward it is you try to kill yourself and then you survive and then you have to go back to work still? Oh yeah, yeah they probably <laughs> they probably don't. Uh, they you know once 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 they find you in that net, they probably just like yeah you know what uh, take the rest of the day off. See you yeah. tomorrow, but take the rest of the day. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man. I think that's, yeah, no, I, I think this, these are all really good questions. I, I really like this. Back, no, first one. I don't know. They're all good. <laughs> all yeah. right, so I got one more, one more, last but not least. So this is an interesting one. John and I we kind of talked about this one before. This is the one where basically you find out that you find out that your kid murdered someone in cold blood, brutally murdered someone, mutilated, uh, mutilated them, sliced and diced this person. But you find out that the person they did it to was a prolific uh, serial a serial rapist slash pedophile. Do you turn Do you turn your child in? What's up, Batman? <laughs> <laughs> hey, my kid just became Batman. He's taking it to the grave. <laughs> Yeah, and I think, yeah, I think, I think, I think that's the thing that you have to do. Like, you have to be like, well, he did, he did prevent trauma and, you know, suffering for potentially. Well, well, he didn't prevent it. He just stopped it. So this person was ready to rape and kill him. Uh, Well, I mean, well, I guess for for future, for future um, escapades. I don't know if that's the word. Mm. But yeah, I mean, I I think I'm with John Brown on this. I think you know, I take it to the take it to the grave, and you know, it's between me, myself, and my child, I guess. <laughs> myself. Oh, well, you know, here, you know, here, here, here's the thing, though. You only know it. Do you tell your wife? 
or do you tell your significant other? See, the problem for me, I'm worried about two things. I'm worried about like this. If you don't like, if there are no consequences, this is, the, actually, of, like, this is like the same question, like the the transition one. Mm-hmm. Maybe not not really, not really, but in the sense of like hiding secrets. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, I would tell my significant other. Like I would be like, yeah, yeah, little Johnny, a town stomp somebody and then cut him up. Would would you <laughs> would you do it knowing that maybe your significant other like keeps no Could, secret? No, no. Oh. She, you know that she keeps no secret. She's just like, oh. So, so if I tell her he's going to, she's going to turn him in, is what you're saying, or she's gonna? No, no. You don't know for sure. That's that's the whole thing. Like you're like, well, I'm married to you, but you do have, I, a, you know. Ah, that's damn. You fucked this whole thing up, bro. Ah, God. I told you. That's you want to ask me these questions? I'm gonna, I'm gonna flip, I'm gonna flip <laughs> gonna the script. it. <laughs> okay, so this is tricky part. You know, do they just kill serial killers, or was it just that the problem? Is that's part of my question. Like, that's part of my concern, John. Is like, does it? What if this activated a bloodlust? Because every single time they get aggressive, mm. I'm like, I know what you can do, not what you may do. I know what you will do. Because I saw a homeboy sliced up. Mm. So like, that's the part of me where I'm like, if I can't properly, like, I don't want to celebrate the behavior because it's it's freaking it's sociopathic right as much as they, to john's point when you talk about batman everyone knows that no one talks about how batman is an actual sociopath he's just a sociopath that's like a missile directed towards something that's beneficial to society somewhat because gotham is apparently is just detroit i don't know why but gotham is <laughs> the property values in gotham must be like you can get a, a ten thousand square foot apartment for 17 dollars a month because every single two seconds the joker is doing something to that city <laughs> but uh, the thing is it's like i would be scared if like my kid knows like oh dad supports me yeah oh. are they not go to school now and guess what little johnny gets his toy taken away and then just beats the living oh, shit out I of think somebody. about that yeah yeah that and then on top of that as well too the consequences of if i internalize this secret i am as I would honestly feel as guilty if I hid it from my significant other and then he does it again and then she finds out and then finds out that I knew. Mm. So even though I risk him getting exposed, I at the very least tell my significant other, I don't turn him in and it probably might destroy your marriage. But what if you have that whole argument? She's like, no, he needs to go. Little dude knows to me the Mortal Kombat moves. And then I'm like, no, we're not turning him in or vice versa. What do you do? So to John's question, I will tell my significant other to my question. I'm not turning him in, but I have to figure out some sort of proper disciplinary action or something. And maybe I don't even know. I don't even know what that is, but I know that like he has to know what he did is barely okay in the specific circumstance, but he's not going to get consequences in a go to jail kind of way. Yeah, and it, I think it, it makes it harder too because if he's younger, then he doesn't really understand that the reasoning behind it. You know, mm-hmm. like if if you're older in the sense of like eighteen and you do it, then you kind of have a better understanding of the world and how it works. Like if you're yeah. ten years old, you don't really understand like, you know, there are really bad people in the world. That's not to say that we, you know, should kill them, but at the same time, though you know, that's the world that we live in. Like there are bad people in here and, you know, the world is gray. If that makes sense. 
Yeah. So, because an 18 year old can understand the gravity of their actions. Yeah. But a 10 year old yeah. doesn't. 10 year old, yeah, they're not going to grasp the whole like. Well, what kind great... of world is it? Have you guys ever seen the, uh, what is it called? The Good Son? Is that what that movie's called? Uh, that crazy kid with Macaulay Cul- Culkin. What? I can't even say the dude's name. Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> yeah. You said Good Son? Yeah. When that dude, like, they like push something off the, like, uh, the highway. Yeah, you know, like crashed a bunch of cars. You guys never seen that movie? No, I haven't seen that. No, uh-uh. oh, man, dude was a twisted little kid. Oh, that has a life. No, I think he actually killed somebody too. Oh, he did. Oh, yeah, he. Uh, oh, hey, so this this guys. is like oh damn, this is like really based off of a off a off a movie. This is crazy. I might actually have to watch this. Yeah, watch that movie, please. Don't look at the Rotten Tomatoes. It's one of those movies. <laughs> yeah, Rotten Tomatoes says 26 percent. Exactly. It's one of those kind of movies where uh, you just got to watch. It's like after the first three yeah. series, you're like, all right, I know what's going on here. But mm-hmm. I'm okay. But the good son is pretty cool. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Just uh, yeah. That's what it kind of reminded me of because this this that dude was like twisted. He was like killing the neighbor's dog, killing people. And it was, I was like, Henry, what, what is up with you? But mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Whew. So I guess, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to go with, to wrap it up, I guess I'm going to say, I am going to tell my wife and I'm still going to keep it to myself. But the, like you said, the question is what, how do you, how do you tell a child at that age that what they did was wrong? And is your relationship with that kid like screwed because you're just, and you know what it reminds me of? Do you guys ever see that um, move, that uh, James Gunn movie that came out not too long ago, like two or three years ago? What was the one where he was, the little kid was murdering people? It's basically evil Superman. What was it called? Oh, Brightburn. Brightburn, yeah. Yes, That's that was the other movie I was thinking of. Yeah, Brightburn has a, I, I mean, not to, I'll, minor spoiler, there is a scene that's very similar or I guess the theme where the mom was kind of like, he's my boy. When, once the kid bloodlust activates, mom was very defensive, like he's my boy. Knowing something's off, dad's like, I got to take this boy to the woods and put a shotgun to the back of his head. And it's one of those things where you see how their relationship gets fucked, the parents, mm. as a result of this kid. And I think that's, a, and that's something that we have to take into account when you make your choice. Because if you think logically, you're just kind of like, Ah, fuck yeah, he's got to go. But when you think about the consequences, if you decide to not, if you decide to let, you know, I guess you say love and emotion, all that stuff cloud, maybe your judgment or fuse with logic. Realistically, what are you going to do if you know he's capable of this, but he's just, you're like, okay, I'm going to figure this out. Like, what can you do? You have to control it. Um you want some Charles Xavier, Jean Grey type stuff. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Turn him into Dexter or something. Like, all right, go only kill bad people. Yeah, I think Ooh. she messed up with the bright bird. I wouldn't have taken the approach. I would be like, all right, how can we use this? Because you know, those kind of people are like, you have to channel that kind of stuff. You know, they're, mm-hmm. they're, he's like, you already like, okay, I can kill everybody. And you're like, all right, well, hold up. Yes, but, <laughs> you know, <laughs> let, 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 who can we do that to? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. I'm like, if I have a kid like Brightburn or even just a regular kid, I'm like, okay, I can't, because we can't let them manifest you know, it into like a bigger, yeah, or get processed into like a system because then now they hate you. You know, now mm. you're on the hit list. You know, yeah. so I'm, like, I'm gonna be a little bit of the Brightburn mom and a little bit of like, you know, logical dad. And, uh, you mm. know, as far as, I mean, at some point, you may have to tell the significant other if it gets too out of hand. Um, me, 
it might take me a while, but I think I would I would do that too, just for safety reasons. And I, I want them to be aware. I don't want them to be caught off guard. But uh, yeah, like in terms of like a bright burn kind of child or something like that, I'd rather be the one that, hey, you let me handle this. Uh, they're not going to do anything to me, hopefully. Uh, but um, yeah, I wouldn't want them to uh, fall into somebody else's like responsibility because mm. that's, I forgot how that movie ended, but I, I don't think it ended well for anybody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a tricky one because, yeah, I mean, to your point, John, it's kind of like, shit, you want to be responsible. You you want to basically be able to have some sort of control over that person's fate, but it's like that kid's fate, but it's like, damn, man, like, if that kid, because like, we're, I guess we're not using the superpowered example, but if your kid is just capable of that, like, I honestly think I would probably, I mean, this is the dumbest thing I'll ever say on this podcast. I would just hope that shit goes away. Like, he just stops. <laughs> he doesn't have a bloodlust anymore. Uh, that was a thing he did when he was eight, but now he's cool and regular at 15. Like, I would have to hope because I don't know what I could do to unprogram him to once, because once, I, I guess that's the thing that a lot of people say about serial killers, right? Like, they have an addiction to being able to control life, like that God complex, where it's like, I can, you know, take it away, and it that's what they kind of get off on. So how do you stop the development of that with a kid? Like, I don't know what, I don't know how I, do, I would do it. So I honestly would think that I, in part, would probably become responsible for potentially maybe raising a serial killer. Oh. So I, I don't even know, man. Now I'm teetering on like giving this motherfucker to the government being like, all right, make him a super soldier. I'm out. <laughs> that's what I'm about to say. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Your murderous Captain America. All right, son. It's been a fun ten years. I'm out. Your mom and I are gonna try again. Don't show. Don't come home. Bye. I guess yeah. it's kind of like when when they hire hackers to uh, you Ooh, know to try to get example. into um, you know take down other hackers. No, no, no. To like try to get into their system and then try to find their flaws, but more mm-hmm. so just like a like a hire, not, not kill for hire, but. I guess it would be you know, yeah. the government. Yeah. Kind of like a super soldier. Enemy, like enemy of my enemy is my friend or something like that. Yeah. Something like that. But, uh, I mean, it's, yeah, this was fun. I like this. Yeah. I feel a little dirty for some of these questions. I'm like, I have to look myself <laughs> in the mirror. Be like, am I still who I am after this conversation? <laughs> what have I done? What have I become? <laughs> um, well, thank you, John, for coming on. Um, do you have anything that you want to plug? in terms of uh, social media or anything like that, any brands or anything like that that you want to let people know? Um, sure. I'll do the, uh, the brand. Uh, I kind of help uh, market. Apologize for my kid in the back. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, so I, I kind of help market a company uh, called Can't Stop My Grind, uh, Grind for short. And the, uh, uh, the web, the social media is a, a CSMG, Can't Stop My Grind, underscore grind. And then uh, the same thing for me, csmg.jb. So, um, yeah, check it out. Uh, we're definitely trying to move in a different direction and rebrand. But um, that's just a little thing I have on the side. And I uh, appreciate you all having, having me on. This is pretty uh, intense. Um, definitely curious to hear about some of the topics, the feedback and whatnot. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, appreciate you coming on the podcast to morally compromise yourself, bro. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so thank you guys for coming on um if you like this podcast smash that like button that follow button wherever you do listen to us uh instagram is puzzle minds podcast and twitter is puzzle minds pod um and last but not least thank you official block of the week for the weekly cover arts 
Um, other than that, everyone stay focused.